Tips. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson. Thanks for joining us on this bright and shiny new year, January 1st, 2018. And this is a time when many of you are making your New Year's resolutions, whether it's to get to the gym or to uh, read your Bible through a year or whatever it is. We're not talking about that topic today, but we are talking about resolutions. So we're going to go all the way back to the 1700s and talk about a man by the name of Jonathan Edwards, many of you know, and his 70 resolutions, starting out when he was 19 years of age, uh, began writing these out. And to join us here today, we have uh, Pastor Steve Drazen from Cedar Hill Baptist Church out there in Alabama. Uh, Pastor Steve, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, let's jump right in here and talk about these 70 uh, resolutions. You've done a little study into uh, Jonathan Edwards. Tell us a little bit about him. Well, uh, you know, as you pointed out, uh, he was actually uh, two months away from his 20th birthday. So this is a um, 19-year-old man uh, in New York, uh, starting off in ministry, uh, setting what really... uh, uh, determine the pace and progress of the ministry. And so, really, right off the bat, he starts things off. Uh, resolution number one, that I will do whatever I think to be, to be most to the glory of God and my own good, profit, and pleasure in the whole of my duration, without any consideration of the time, whether now or ever, so many myriads of ages hence. Resolve to do whatever I think my duty and most for the good and advantage of mankind in general, resolve to do whatever, whatever so to do to me, whatever difficulties I meet with, how many soever and how great soever. Uh, really starts that off with a bang. And yeah, really, you read through them, everything that he resolves to do fits under that main category of everything that it, uh, he puts forward in his first resolution. Yeah, really starting off with... Uh, that very first phrase there, to be most to the glory of God. And, of course, that's that echo scripture. Whatever we do, do whether we eat or drink, whatever we do, do all to the glory of God. Uh, and that's that's a tall order right from the very beginning. Um, then, uh, you, go ahead. Then you have that repeated again in that resolution 4 when he says, Resolve never to do any manner of thing, whether in soul or body, less or more, but what tends to the glory of God, nor be nor suffered if I can avoid it. Right. To do all to the glory of God speaks of, I mean, you know, we go back to uh, the Westminster Confession. Uh, our purpose is to glorify God. Our very existence is to speak of God's wonder, God's glory, God's magnificence. And here, to, to do whatever we possibly can do to bring glory to God. And as, as someone who works with young people, I think, man, a, a 19-year-old, uh, just shy of his 20th birthday, uh, that doesn't seem like our generation today. And, and it might be tempting for us to think that everyone was like that back then, but uh, just a cursory reading of the history of Edward's time and his contemporaries, uh, it, it's clear that Edward's stood out uh, among his peers, uh, that he was remarkable in this time period, even uh, at the age of 19. Right, yeah, and and we have sometimes this, this, uh, we look back in the past with rose colored glasses. Everyone must have been much better than we are today. Um, but no, uh, I want to go back to number six, resolve to live with all my might while I do live. Um, number five, resolve never to lose one moment of time 
but to improve it in the most profitable way I possibly can. Both those ideas, whatever I do, uh, Scripture talks about, uh, I believe in Colossians, to do it heartily, not as unto the Lord, not unto men. And that idea of, of not losing any time, I'm going to be purposeful uh, in how I spend my time, even disciplined. If we know anything about Edwards, he certainly was a, a disciplined person. Uh, again, I, I think myself of, uh, you know, did I really need to sit down and watch the next episode of whatever Netflix show I'm watching? Or, um, But to be that disciplined for the purpose, again, going back to the glory of God, is something that encourages me to to examine my life in those areas. Yeah, even his own leisure, his pursuit of leisure. Uh, you know, when he'd go for a walk or go on a horseback ride, uh, as his writing evidences, uh, all that uh, was to cultivate fellowship with God. Mm. Yeah, it is amazing. I mean, you know, reading through um, just a, a few moments ago, uh, religious affections by Edwards. Uh, Sometimes we, we look at some of these things as, man, this guy had no life. Or, uh, sure, it's easy to do that when you don't have the internet or a cell phone glued to your hand. But for Edwards, this was a passionate pursuit of Christ, and that relationship meant more to him, even if he, I, I'm, if he were living in our time. That relationship meant more than any other leisure activity or anything that comes in his way, his ultimate goal was to enhance that relationship, and that brought him pleasure and joy. I know some historians uh, have uh, uh, pointed out a contrast between uh, Edward's resolutions and uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin uh, was known for his uh, resolutions, but uh, there, there's a, a major distinction uh, that comes uh, at the preamble of uh, at Edwards' resolutions when he says, being sensible that I'm unable to do anything without God's help, I do humbly entreat him by his grace to enable me to keep these resolutions so far as they are agreeable to his will for Christ's sake. So it might be tempting for somebody to just read resolutions 1 through 70 and think, uh, you know, uh, Edwards is this white-fisted legalist, but he knew that what he was resolving to do, that he had no strength or power to do on his own. Right. Yeah, so this isn't just a matter of legalism or a matter of just, I'm going to determine to do these things. And again, we're, we're on January 1st here, and a lot of people, that's that's the perspective of a new, and I'm not, I'm not against New Year's resolutions per se, uh, but a lot of these are, I'm just going to, by my own will and my own determination and my own rugged individualism or whatever, pull myself up by my own bootstrap type thing, and I'm, I'm just going to get through this particular goal or that particular goal. And as you said, this is far from that. No, it's interesting. Uh, one thing that Edwards is noted for uh, uh, is his uh, particular diet, how he measured everything. And uh, even that is re reflected in his resolutions. Uh, number 20, resolve to maintain the strictest temperance in eating and drinking. Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking about that, especially today. It's <laughs> And trying to but he wasn't thinking about issues of, uh, you know, just weight loss. He knew right. that if he ate too much, he couldn't think as well and uh, wouldn't be as clear in his writing because he knew that God had gifted him with a mind and an ability to write, and he was going to do that for God's glory. Right. And that really is, uh, again, the key that we, we, we see this throughout all of these 70, uh, the glory of God, the glory of God, that, that's my sole purpose. So it's not, again, not just weight loss so I can look better and be more attractive or be more fit, but I don't want my uh, 
uh, lack of senses or, or whatever to get in that in the way of my relationship with Jesus. That's exactly right. Uh, I, I look at number 55, resolve to endeavor to my utmost so to act as I can think and I should do if I had already seen the happiness of heaven and hell's torment. So he's got an eternal perspective here. Um, and I was just thinking of, you know, heaven uh, heaven and hell were, were certainly things that we associate with with heaven. Probably more hell because we think of sinners in the hands of an angry God and uh, probably the most famous sermon preached here on American soil. Um, but he also had quite a bit to say about, about heaven. In fact, I've got a, uh, a book I'll recommend about that, uh, about that later. But certainly, um, both of those ideas are constantly in his mind. I think uh, a lot of English classes do Edwards uh, misjustice uh, when they focus only on sinners in the hands of an angry God because uh, Edwards also preached and wrote on heaven. Uh, uh, he understood a heaven as a glorious place of love, which right. I think motivated him in his earthly relationships. Well, uh, as, we, as we wrap things up here, uh, I, I want to ask you, Pastor Steve, uh, what are some, uh, as we're reading through this, and uh, and I, I said wrapping up, and some of our listeners will, will wonder, what are we doing? We're wrapping up so early. Uh, I want to thank Pastor Steve, because he's actually <laughs> um, shown a, a great deal of patience uh, with me. We've had some recording issues, and even before that, some time issues, and so uh, our time for recording this episode actually has shrunk. So, Pastor Steve, thanks for that. Um, but but as we're wrapping up this, we're, I want to get to some uh, practical issues. We're talking about living for the glory of God, and, and Edwards is resolving to do that in various ways. What do you think are some practical ways that people in the pew can do that, where they can think, okay, I want to live for the glory of God, and this is what that looks like. I think uh, one thing that's greatly lacking in our day as compared to Edward's day is scriptural knowledge. You know, if we want to live lives that are to the glory of God, uh, we have to have our lives rooted in scripture. Right. We had a New Year's uh, uh, event at uh, my church last night, and uh well, one of the older ladies was talking about how she was uh, going through a scripture memory, and uh, as part of the service, uh, she actually shared the first 18 uh, verses of John chapter 1 from memory. Uh, I think the scripture memory would go a great deal to our living for God's glory and hiding his word in our heart. Yeah, I think too often we, we try to live the Christian life in terms of our own best ideals and uh, imaginations. I think this is what God would have me to do in this area, or I think this is what and if you don't have a foundational knowledge of God's word, uh, then whatever it is you think is not going to be scriptural, and it's something that you—it's it's an idol that you've just kind of conjured up in your own mind. Well, Pastor Steve, uh, uh, final question here: um, What uh, we we end each broad podcast with um, resources to kind of dig a little deeper in. So, uh, are there any are there any books or resources you would recommend anyone who wants to? Uh, learn more about Edwards or, or resolutions or, or anything of that nature. Two books relating to Edwards. Uh, you, you know, everyone is, I'm sure, is aware of the two volume work uh, that you can get from uh, Hendrickson or Banner Truth, and you can get his works uh, on Yale's website because uh, they've all been digitized. Right. But Banner Truth, uh, Ian Murray uh, wrote a new biography of Edwards in the 80s, which is still one of the best ones out there. Uh, gives you a really good insight into Edwards. Uh, 
resolve, uh, his pursuit of godliness, his ministry, his life. Uh, much easier read uh, than uh, the one published by George Marston. Mm. Secondly, I'd recommend uh, the Banner edition of the Diary and Journal of David Brainerd. Mm. You know, if you could ask Edwards uh, who most lived out your resolutions, I think Edwards would uh, point to somebody like Brainerd. Uh, Brainerd, uh, you know, reading his reflections on uh, Brainerd, which are found in the Banner Truth edition at the end, uh, Brainerd's kind of put forward as that model Christian. Uh, I think uh, Edwards was in awe of his piety. One uh, resource I'd recommend that isn't uh, particularly Edwardsian uh, would be uh, The Godly Man's Picture by Thomas Watson. Now, that's a Puritan paperback, uh, which really reflects uh, the practical divinity that Edwards came out of. and really uh, sets a standard of godliness uh, which would help a believer seek to live a life for God's glory. And I'll add to that just a, a couple of books that I found helpful. Um, Religious Affections by Edwards, if you haven't read that, uh, you can read it online for free or you can go out and purchase a copy. But uh, his accounts of the Great Awakening and just, it, it, again, you see his passion in that. Um, Another book, more uh, contemporary, but God's Passion for His Glory, Living the Vision of Jonathan Edwards by John Piper. And basically, Piper just, he takes uh, one of the works of Edwards and basically uh, adds his comments to that and his explanations. I found that to be helpful. And then just a, a little book by John Gershner, who studied Edwards quite a bit, uh, Jonathan Edwards on Heaven and Hell. It's a really short book, but it's just a kind of a collection of quotes. Uh, from Edwards on both of those topics. Again, I think we we often find um, talk about Edwards and his view on hell, but his view on heaven is is beneficial as well. Uh, so, Pastor Steve, thank you so much for for joining us on the podcast here today, and thanks again for your great amount of patience and grace. Thank you for having me. All right, and don't forget. Uh, God, you know, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I did think of one more resource uh, to okay. recommend. You're telling me that you interviewed uh, Don Whitney uh, earlier today, and uh, his uh, How to Simplify Your Spiritual Life, uh, actually Simplify Your Spiritual Life, uh, be a great one uh, for those uh, seeking uh, to live out practical godliness in the busyness of our day, because we can often overcomplicate it. Right. And uh, the final resource we'll mention is a blog entitled The Furnace. Pastor Steve, do you want to tell us about that? Uh, that's how my blog, uh, I review uh, new books, old books, and, uh, you know, I'll, if I have a thought on life or ministry, I'll put it on there. All right, we'll add a link to that on our website. And so, again, thank you all for listening. Check out our website at www.basicbiblepodcast.org. And, again, you can check us out on Twitter at Basic Bible Cast. Thank you so much for joining us, and join us again next time.